Hey all, my name is Brian Baird. Welcome to my program called Truth is Truth. The program is a faith-based podcast. I will be discussing biblical truth, biblical faith, biblical faith in politics, and many of my life experiences relating to both, and hopefully experiences of others who are willing to be involved. This will be an evolving life application program that people will be able to apply to their lives every day as it pertains to them. Please join me as we learn the truth together. Thank you, and God bless. Hey, all, Brian Baird here, host of Truth is Truth, along with Pastor Brett Baird again. And uh, I've not had Pastor in here for a while, so it's good to be back with uh, company. And we were having a discussion before we went on the podcast uh, about how I need to go to a live broadcast show. So yes, uh, I do much better on a live broadcast show. Uh, and if you're not aware, listen to uh, Corn Country Radio 100.3 on Friday mornings. I'm on at about 10 till 7. And then on a couple more to three more times on uh, until about 8.45, talking about what's going on in the county and in the world. Uh, and we had some discussion about the mask mandate and that this past Friday. So if you're not aware of it, please tune in. Um, and then I uh, may be hopefully working with them or somebody to, to go to a live broadcast where I can have the guests and phone calls. It just seems to be that's where I, I do my best work. So, um, and I also told you that I was going to be doing my next podcast uh, about some animals in my life. And that podcast is written. It's just not recorded. Um, but, um, uh, I was led uh, by God to to go to this uh, podcast that we're going to be doing now along with Pastor Brett uh, in here with me um, because I just want us to understand and discuss some sensitive issues that we're experiencing, and, and we've not seen times like this. We've seen times such as this, but we have not seen times like this. We've not seen things to the magnitude of the evil that we're seeing today. Um, and there's so much going on and being thrown at us that many people are frustrated, uh, depressed, angry. Uh, we've gotten hateful, and we're being divided as a people in a nation. And again, don't be fooled. Um, this is for all this that is going on is all about and for division of people. Um, it seems like everything that's going on right now is pitting citizen against citizen, person against person, and, and the government's promoting this. So um, this is going to be just brutally honest. Uh, I'll be uh, straightforward with you on this, but uh, we want to have some open discussion, uh, Pastor and I, about uh, a couple of those issues. And uh, the last time we did this, it was it was not scripted. Um, I have some notes written here that I'm looking at, and, and I know Pastor's got some notes because I told him to put some notes down about a certain uh, subjects and things that I wanted him to talk about, but this is going to be spontaneous. So we're going to just be talking to each other, and, and uh, again, that's where I do my best work, I think, so uh, God's given me that ability. Go Can ahead, I sir. interject something? Go right ahead. I was just watching uh, two days ago. I was eating some lunch and watching uh, a program concerning uh, Johann Reichardt, who was the head executioner for the Nazis, and uh, some 3,000 people he executed uh, for the Nazis. But uh, something interesting was stated concerning fascism, uh, uh, socialism, and, and different forms of that. And the narrator said that what they do, these movements do, is they create fear, but not fear 
of the government. They try to instill through division fear among the people. They start to fear one another that they're going to be turned in, that they're going to have this done and this done. And that's how they take over a population. And, and, and again, it's going to be pitting person against person. Exactly. It's not, it's not going to look like it's government involved in this and pitting against uh, the people. It's going to look like it's people against people. Yep. And they, they, they do this fear-mongering. And, and in my notes, I was going to talk about that a little bit faster. So, I'm sorry. <laughs> but that's fine. No, I, I, I appreciate that. And, again, that's why I love these, uh, these uh, spontaneous discussions mm-hmm. and, and doing it live like this. Uh, and, again, I, I just wish we had the ability to have uh, people calling in and doing things like that, which we're, I'm going to work on that. That's, that's the second thing on my list. And I'll pray about that. <laughs> I appreciate that. <laughs> Uh, first thing on my list kind of right now, to be honest with you, is uh, is trying to get a church started somewhere um, in, the, in the Franklin-Whiteland area. Uh, and Pastor and I have been discussing that, and, and I want to put that out there to our podcast listeners. Um, I just think there's a need for a church that tells the truth and, and people that want to work hard and, and build a church and, and see people come to know Christ and get saved in, in truth um, and not over some kind of fear but just because they know the truth. So Amen. that's, we're working on that too. So we got, pastor and I got a lot going right now yeah. uh, and, and, and we always do, but that's just part of it. But I want to say to, to, to get this started, I want to say as a Johnson County commissioner, I've been dealing with two pressing issues that just don't seem to go away. Uh, it seems like just when I think we're going to be uh, heading these things off at the pass, uh, that it just keeps being reignited. Um, and that would be the coronavirus and these protests that we've got going on all over the country. Um, so let's have some dialogue about them first. And, and I want to start with the coronavirus specifically and the process that has gotten us to the mask mandate that just came down that goes into effect at 12.01 on uh, Monday, June, July 27th. Um, I want to start out by saying that this, uh, this is the governor executed or a governor executive order <laughs> executed basically. <laughs> Uh, governor uh, ex, uh, ex executive order mandate. Uh, this mandate, as soon as I saw it coming out, I started contacting other politicians immediately after watching the live broadcast by the governor. Uh, first off, I want you to know I don't agree with the mandate and do think it, it, this is a compliance order, not a health and safety order. Uh, in fact, I don't think our government should have gotten involved in any of the post-virus issues. Uh, we should have never shut down this country. And I won't go into all that and the conspiracy theories and all that that you hear, but what I will say is the government oversteps its boundaries right off the bat. The government's job is to keep our borders safe, to keep us safe as a people, uh, to apply justice to the people within our country. Um, our health concerns are our health concerns. That That is a private right uh, that Amen. should not be inflicted upon by this government. So, uh, and, and people keep telling me, but Brian, you're in government. Yes, I'm in government. It doesn't mean I agree with the government. <laughs> I fight this every day. As a believer, we're in the world, but not of the world. That's right. You know. But that, again, as Christians, we should be involved in government, and yep. we need more Christians in government. Um, and then maybe we can get this to a point where the government's not overstepping its bounds and that we keep God in, in the government and not us. Uh, but anyway, that now we're going down to <laughs> <laughs> we're going on to another area. The mask mandate, uh, Pastor, reminds me a little bit of the seatbelt law, seat belt law, uh, which I've never agreed with either. Uh, right. Though driving is not a right, it's a privilege, and we need to understand that. Driving is a privilege, not a right. 
what we're talking about in, in the, the, the choice that we have to wear a mask or not a mask, that is a right of our freedom and the Constitution covers those rights, uh, that we have the ability to make those choices. Uh, to, to, to make the choice to wear a mask or not to wear a mask is a right. It, it's, an, it's a freedom in this country. Um, and, and when we get to the end of this, you'll, you'll kind of understand where I'm going to go, and, and, and hopefully Pastor will, will bring me into perspective in some other areas. But um, the seatbelt law started as a real controversy in this nation, and it started passing through the states. And I remember it. Uh, I was oh, I old do. enough to remember it. <laughs> and I remember my dad. I remember my dad saying, I'll be darned if they're going to tell me I'm going to wear a seatbelt. And, yep. you know. uh, and, and that's what, that was most people's. Uh, thoughts on that seatbelt but what i want to say to that is the majority of people thought it was a power grab to the rights Uh, the majority of the people at that time thought that Uh, but government stepped in due to the flack from a minority and regulated seatbelts through the car manufacturers Uh, and then down to us bottom line this was just one of the issues that started government over regulation into our personal freedoms my thought is if you want to wear a seatbelt, then do so. Whether anyone else wears one or not is up to the individual in the vehicle and, and the driver at that time. But again, uh, I want us to understand driving is a privilege, not a right. And, and the government uh, and our privileges uh, can get more involved than they can in our personal freedoms and our rights. So, uh, again, it's, it's a choice matter to me. Um, but I'm not going to make a and make a big issue out of seatbelts. Uh, the whole time I was an officer and I actually worked the street, I never wrote a seatbelt uh, ticket, just so you know. Yeah. <laughs> Imagine that. Yeah. Um, I just figured, you know, it just wasn't the right thing to do. Um, but what I want to go back to is is that we need to understand, especially in this ma- mask issue, this is an issue of, of degradating our choices that we're allowed to make in our personal freedoms. And I call it that we're being slowly but surely brainwashed. Um, And that's what it is. You know, repeated infractions against uh, people like this is is what a lot of our, the countries that we battled in wars, uh, that's how they brainwashed our people, our soldiers, our warriors. They uh, not only torture was used, but repeatedly, uh, taking their freedoms and slowly working them into the to where that these our soldiers and these warriors actually thought they were doing the right thing yeah. um, by having their freedom taken away, and still to this day we know of soldiers and warriors that had uh, that had feelings that these people were being abused in these countries that we were warring with because of of those repeated violations against them. So. Understand, it goes back to the boiling toad in the water, and I've talked about that many times. You just keep turning up the heat. We keep adapting until we're just dead. So keep that in mind as we go into that because we're being slowly stripped of our freedoms and our rights, and they're preparing us for the death of this country as a republic into whatever that they want to make it. So, um, And I'm not a conspiracy theorist. I'm just telling you I'm watching what's going on, and common sense tells me that. Uh, so... Uh, with that said, here's where I'm going to kind of drag you into this, uh, Pastor. Okay. Uh, I want to do an exercise on common sense. And, and I brought this up uh, at, a, at another meeting that I was in, and and, uh, and it really started growing in my mind. Is I want to go back to the saying, and I'm not uh, saying anybody is right or wrong. I'm just saying 
what has happened and what's going on. And that's in the saying, my body, my choice. Mm-hmm. That movement started uh, for what reason, Pastor? Well, just some more babies would be imported. That's, that's plain and simple. That's why that movement started. So the people would not be personally responsible for, uh, honestly, I just say it, for the murder of a child. Um, and, uh, but that, you know, that hits on a lot of things in, in life that somebody wants to do what they want to do without any personal responsibility to God for their, uh, for what they're doing. And not only to God, but to themselves, to themselves. Yes. Yeah. But God first. Yeah. We need to understand that the, the violation is against God first, uh, and his laws and, and his, uh, creation. Right. Even, uh, and, and we'll talk about that in just a minute. Cause I want you to, I want you as my pastor to explain to people, uh, life and when it starts and, and what God has to say about that. But before we get into that, it, 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 it was that, so a woman could make a choice to not have a baby. Right. Okay. Now what do we, where we go from there is, is where we go from there. But the government allowed this procedure uh, to move forward under that thinking. Uh, now, abortion, according to God, is murder uh, of an innocent baby that has no protection under the government um, because it is killed without any choice. It is innocent in this. As, as uh, again, animals are abused mm-hmm. and, and killed and tortured um, due to their innocence and the inability for them to protect themselves. Here's where I want to say that is government's job to protect those people and those animals. Yeah, that yeah. is government's job. It's not to protect those who are making these decisions against those people. It is to protect us from those people and the innocent people from those people. Man. That is where my body, my choice comes in on this mandate with me. Yeah. <laughs> and I know that's a long way to swing this, 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 my body, my choice on that mandate. But here's what I'm saying. They're telling me I'm being told by, uh, by, uh, people uh, in this country. Uh, and, and, and I'm just going to tell you right up front. I, I don't believe Dr. Fauci. I don't believe a word the man says. I will never believe a word the man says because, uh, research it, know his past history. Um, so I don't even listen to him. Um, the CDC and, and who they've changed their mind so many times on this, that it's a moving target. We don't know where it is. And, and I'm going to tell you, you'll hear in a few minutes of some things that, that I read in the archives, uh, of, uh, uh, the journal of American Med- of medical, uh, journal of American medical association, JAMA, uh, JAMA, yeah. the AMA and, and who even, uh, about masks, but let, let's just, let's go, let's go with this for a minute. My body, my choice. Uh, mask uh, inherently are, uh, can cause problems like uh, hypoxia, uh, which is the robbing of oxygen to a person's body because you, you start breathing more carbon dioxide than you do oxygen at a certain point in, in the, the time of a mask wearing. And not short periods. I don't want to mislead you in there. You can wear a mask for a short period. probably won't do any damage to your body at all. But you got a guy like me that I, I have a low oxygen rate in my body. Uh, normal is 96 to 99. 
last time I was checked, I was 91. Uh, so I'm low. Uh, I actually wore a mask for about uh, 10 to 12 minutes uh, the other day uh, going to the, a meeting. Um, and I actually, by the time I got to where I was going, uh, was a little dizzy, a little nauseous, and I was having a hard time breathing. I'm not using that as an excuse. Uh, I'm just telling you that's the way it is. So my choice to not wear a mask is a choice of not only personal right, but it's a choice that doesn't inherently kill people. Right. Uh, because you can't prove to me that a mask protects anyone else from anything that I have. And it doesn't protect me uh, uh, from you <laughs> or anything you have. Um, and I'll tell you right now, Brett and I are social distancing. Pastor and I, we're social distancing. I've, I've, I've done that, and that fits right into me anyway because I'm not a real get-close-to-people person anyway. I don't like germs. So I'm just made that way. But <laughs> my body, my choice. People will say, well, you can't infect them. You can possibly infect and, and give them a coronavirus, and they may die. Possibly, but my body, my choice, murders babies. Yeah, That's directly done. That yeah. is a direct result of a choice. Me not wearing a mask may not be the result of death to someone. And if you just use common sense, uh, what's the difference? Mm. Pastor, what do you think might be the difference? Why can't I make a decision not to wear a mask because it's my body, my choice? I don't want to harm my body. And even if it's not harmful to my body, I should be able to make that decision. First of all, uh, what I want to say about it is when it comes to abortion uh, and to what we're speaking of with masks, uh, people are not paying attention to the science. Science has actually said that's not your body growing inside you. That is another human being. Uh, and with the, you know, people tell me, you know, well, if you don't wear a mask, you're not listening to science. Well, which science are you talking about? Because for everyone that says masks work, I can find you at least one, maybe two that say, no, they don't. And I'm talking about scientists and doctors. Um, so, when, when someone says it's my body, my choice having to do with abortion, first of all, that's not only, of course, biblically flawed, but it's scientifically flawed. Now, when you're talking about the wearing of a mask, that is scientific basis. It is your body, and it is your choice. Uh, but uh, it, it, there is no sense scientifically or biblically to the statement concerning the choice you have to end someone else's life um, involved in, in, in that. There is scientific and biblical uh, purpose to being able to say, I'm responsible for my own health. I have a choice. This is my body. Um, what about what about smoking? Now, we have scientific evidence that says that smoking is bad for you, and yet it's your body. If you choose to smoke, smoke. You know, It's between you and God. That's between you and the Lord. <laughs> That's right. Uh, but, so, you know, it's, it's hypocrisy uh, at its best. 
or I should say at its worst, um, involving that. But uh, at, at the minimum, if if it's my body, my choice, if that my body, my choice trumps the killing of an innocent child that cannot protect itself, it should easily trump wearing a mask for coronavirus. <laughs> yeah. That's my point. Yeah. Um, you know, these people that, that if you want to wear a mask and I've said that I'm not mad at you, I, no. that's your choice. It's your choice. But if I don't want to wear a mask, that's my choice. And that isn't being selfish to you by any means. Um, that is just saying that I don't agree with the science that you agree with. Um, and again, at the end of this, uh, I will tell you something that's going to happen, um, that I want you to understand, but what I want to say is, is, is we, we need to understand the truth and then make our decisions based on that. Um, conception starts at the point of when, Pastor? Um, when does life start? Life starts before you're even formed in the womb. God's very clear on that. Um, if you wouldn't mind me breaking it down a bit, I'll... I'd love to. Okay. <laughs> Jeremiah chapter 1, verse 5. Uh, the Lord states, Before I formed thee in the belly, I knew thee. And before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee, and I ordained thee a prophet unto the nations. Now, I want to go to just that first part, because that God tells us when life begins. Um, and if you don't mind, I'll go into a little bit of the ancient Hebrew, because that's the basis of, uh, of the old Hebrew words and, and so on and so forth. We can split this in several podcasts. <laughs> okay. so go right ahead. When he says before I formed thee, the word before literally in the ancient Hebrew uh, was formed from the three pictographs representing letters that were uh, Maharesh and Thet. And what it basically boils down to is I had not yet begun to form you. I had not even begun to form you in the belly. Uh, and then he says that I knew thee. And here's the interesting thing about that. The word knew is formed in the ancient Hebrew with three symbols, symbol ayin of the eye, symbol dal of the door, and symbol uh, yad. And if anybody's familiar with Hebrew, you recognize those letters, uh, even up to modern Hebrew. But what the word, the construction of the word means, that before I began forming you in the womb, I saw you. And it has the idea of standing at a door, about to open the door to go into this world. So before that even happened, God says, I saw you. I knew you because I saw you. Uh, so when does life begin? Sometime in eternity past. I don't know. You know I, I Whenever don't. God decides yeah. or decides or decided. And, and, and real quick, and, and I want you to go further with that, but real quick, we need to understand, and I've said this before on my podcast, I'm sure, because I say it all the time. God sees all the way through. He sees from eternity past. He sees present, and he sees into eternity future on and on and on forever. So he knew us before we were born, and that that is the, uh, 
that is the down, I guess, downgraded version of what you're saying in a simpler form that, that I want to make sure people understand. God saw us before we were born and before we were in the womb, which means our life began before we were in the before womb. Before we were ever there. Because he sees all the way through. He's all-knowing. He's all-powerful. He's almighty. And that's that's the way God is. So this is just common sense stuff, if you understand who God is. Right. And and, and then go ahead, Pastor. I, I didn't mean to interrupt you, but I had to well, get that out. No, no, that um, that's fine. I just, um, and, and going on with, with this, um, the the wording that the Lord uses. And, and what's interesting is in this wording, it shows us how precious to him that that life is, that he recognized before we were ever in this earth. Uh, when he says, before I formed thee in the belly. By the way, you know the, uh, the Hebrew word for belly is, uh, also means pistachio. Oh, I didn't, yeah, know, because, I didn't know that. <laughs> because the belly-shaped nut. That's, I'll be darned. That's interesting, but <laughs> just that's free. Uh, <laughs> yeah, and he's here for another yeah, 30 minutes or so. so. Da, da, da. <laughs> um, but when he says that before I form thee in the belly, that is an art, artisan term terminology that he's using. And what it means is before I molded you in this tight place, in this belly, uh, I knew you. And then he says, and before thou camest forth out of the womb, I sanctified thee. That word for womb is a, is a term that was used for, uh, by an artisan that would construct a special box or something that he could put his precious work into for a while until he was done uh, completing it. So we are his workmanship created in Christ Jesus. Um, uh, and what he says is, that's how precious that you were to me. I formed you with my with, with, with my hands, with my it was my will. His creation. It, his Period. creation. And um, I'm sorry. Talk about a slap in the face to God. Amen. To take his creation and rip it from his holding place where the artist is doing his work uh, it is, is just, it's insane. I'm sorry. Um, I get fired up about that. Yeah, I know you do too. Yes, I do. And, and, and my wife gets really fired up about it too. <laughs> yeah. Um, but that's why when I look at even, uh, my children and my grandchildren and from the, the day, uh, they were uh, physically born on this earth, uh, we understood they were God's creation and we, we called them God's children because that's who they belong to. Now let's think about this for a minute. Uh, the one and only true living God, the most powerful being that, that we'll ever know of, created mankind. Right. All of us created all of us. And, and it, yes, that started with Adam and Eve through the creation chain. And then Adam and Eve from there uh, had children. And then that's the way this, this earth began to multiply and, and to be uh, consumed with people. But the bottom line is, is that creation, God saw that creation. So, what I want us to understand is in the common sense approach of this, which is what I use. That means if God uh, formed uh, Jeremiah in the womb, that means that God uh, formed Jeremiah 
prior to being physically born on this earth, which means we are gods. And that's what I want to get us down to is, is that child doesn't belong to me. That child doesn't belong to the mother. I'm sorry. No, that child belongs to God. Amen. Uh, and he will, that child, he or she will go back to God and we better understand that. And people, we're going to go back to God one way or the other, uh, because we're in that same creation that God created those children that I'm talking about. So, um, well, get your heads on straight, people, because it's coming. I'm sorry, Pastor. I got to come over here and get the computer going again. But okay. go ahead. We can keep uh, talking. This um, the idea of choice. Unfortunately, uh, you know that baby is innocent and can't make a choice. But unfortunately, as that child grows and becomes responsible to God then they have to make a choice. I'm either going to, to continue to belong to my creator or I'm going to walk away from him. And that's the choice God gives us. God does not force us to love him. Nope. God does not force us to choose him. Praise him for that. Yes, amen. Uh, every one of us has a choice. And, uh, you know... <laughs> You, you've only got two choices in life. That's to, to believe God, trust him, and be his child, or to deny him. And whose father does Christ say that those that don't believe him uh, are? They're Satan's children. Yep. He is their father. And uh, it's, it's a hard truth. The truth is truth, the whether truth you believe it or not. That's what this program's all about, Pastor. Um, and and I, I appreciate input, and I, and I knew you'd use that verse because oh, it's yeah, the same exact that. verse I go. I love that verse because it gives us the truth about who we are, uh, and we need to know that truth. Now, that, that that that's a fantastic way to look at it, and I know uh, Pastor uses Hebrew and Greek and all those things that that I you know he's. Don't forget Aramaic. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> he's up there, okay? Uh, and I told him the other day, I said, he's up here. He's at a level that, that I'm not at. I'm down here in the dirt. But it, I oh, have that's... a I have a way to be able to talk to people that uh, they understand in, in, in life application. And that's that's God gave me that, and that's that belongs to me. Right. Pastor's got what God gave him, and he talks uh, in that way. And I understand everything he's saying, and I'm – I'm not a, a an ignorant person of the Bible. I do understand the Bible. Yeah, you know, you uh, through know. the Holy Spirit. Yep. Um, I don't have the, that kind of education or intelligence, but I do have enough intelligence to know who God is. Um, book but, smart and dumber than dirt. That's what my dad always told yeah, me. But, <laughs> Your book smart and dumber than dirt. Yeah. And, and there's something to that occasionally, but <laughs> yeah. I'd rather be smart <laughs> than dumber than dirt, to be honest with you. Um, but anyway. It, it, what I, I, we're saying and what we're getting to is what I started saying in, in more of a, a direct way as far as this mask is, is that it's our choice. Um, and then even the choice uh, to have an abortion is that woman's choice. And, and, and I'm not going to deny that. I'm not going to – if that's what they want to do, that's their choice. It's not for the government to regulate. No. Because that's not what government does. Uh, if government is going to do – things to protect the innocent and the just as it should, they should get involved, but they haven't. They have chosen to turn their back on that 
that that that choice they've chosen to turn their back on that choice that's an injustice against something something that's innocent but yet they choose to get involved in something that is has nothing to do with them right that's the evil in what i see in this as the wrong and 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 again uh, they have no reason to be in this because they have no science and they have nothing that says that that they should get involved with this because there's a, there's an injustice in this. Um, now with that said, uh, you can, I can go back to, uh, I have done research for hours and hours and hours on mask and coronavirus and H1N1 and those viruses from the past that, that, uh, it really no longer exists. And, and they keep saying they could come up again, uh, as a virus. But the, the bottom line is, is, uh, these man-made viruses degenerate as they mutate. They don't grow and they don't get stronger, like such as the influenza B does. That is a, a naturally mutating virus. Uh, these are man-made viruses, and, and, and people don't be fooled. Uh, don't be fooled, please. H one N one. If it does come back again, and it's been here a couple of times, maybe three, two thousand five, two thousand nine. Uh, those were H1N1 swine flu cases, and they were prepared for it in 2009 after 2005. Uh, but when it came back, it came back as a lesser, lesser virus. Right. Uh, and 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 if it's around here now, it's a it's a lesser enough virus that we we probably don't even notice it uh, as it's here. And I truly believe that this is where coronavirus is going. Uh, I I do believe it'll re, uh, it'll degenerate, and I believe it's already degenerating. To be honest with you. Uh, because I think it's been here longer than what we're being told. But anyway, that again, I'm not trying to get into conspiracy theory, but here's what I want to tell you is March 4th, 2020 from the archives of the journal of American of the American medical association face masks should not be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves from acquiring respiratory infection. Uh, what is coronavirus? It's a respiratory infection. Yeah. Wow. You know, that's a, that's a good way to not to say the word. Yeah. In March 4, 2020. But the bottom line is it's a respiratory infection and face masks shouldn't be worn by healthy individuals to protect themselves from that. Face masks should only be used by individuals who have symptoms of res- respiratory infections and so on and so on. People, look it up. It's the AMA, for goodness sakes. We, we, we talked about them being the, the uh, people that knew for years and years and years. Now, all of a sudden, are they ones that don't know? Uh, uh, let's, let's wake up, people. Um, one, and, a, and a point to that, I actually shared that with someone. Not only that, but, uh, but also the CDC guidelines on the face mask box that were around in March 2020 telling a healthy person not to wear one. Uh, and only wear one if your doctor recommended it. But people will say, well, that was in March. You know, that's changed now. But show me the science where that ever changed. There is no science that has changed. And and you will find these conclusions by people other than the CDC and the Surgeon General that we're being told to listen to, um, but even who – as, as close back as June 5th, 2020, it was still not recommended for a healthy person to wear a mask. People, all I'm asking you is, is just do your research and understand. But I want to say this, the, the journal that, that I was reading out of it in the March 4, 2020, also goes on and gives instructions on how to apply those masks if you need one. And that's not 
us that are healthy right. that aren't showing any symptoms. Uh, and I'll tell you this, people, I take my temperature morning, noon, and night to make sure I don't have a fever. I check myself three times daily making sure I don't have symptoms of COVID. Not for me. Because I don't think COVID's going to bother me at all. I think, no. and you know what? If COVID's meant to kill me, <laughs> that's the way I was supposed to go. <laughs> I have a lot of time that God has given me to live. And if COVID nineteen is supposed to kill me, I'm going to die, whether I stay away from it or or not. If that's how, I always used to say the story. If I was supposed to die on an airplane, if I'm not in, it's going to follow me, yeah. because <laughs> that's my allotted time to die. God's already seen that day. He already knows that day. I don't know that day. But this journal talks about how to put these these masks on and, and, and for people that aren't showing the symptoms. Uh, but I haven't seen anybody. I've watched. I haven't seen anybody that followed the guidelines on how to put that mask on properly uh, after they've eaten or they've taken it off and they've laid it on some contaminated table surface or they've laid it in their lap. Uh, I watched a lady the other night in a restaurant, uh, uh, you know, she had her mask on and that's her choice and, and I'm not mad at her and, and she can do whatever she wants to do. Uh, but she took her mask off. She laid it on, on, on her tape, on the table. She picked up a, a fork that somebody had put on her table and a dish that somebody had given there. Uh, who knows how many people had touched that or, you know, what germs are on that. But then she picks that mask up off that table and she puts that back on her face and doesn't follow any guidelines of what you're supposed to do to reapply that mask. And again, don't go to the Journal of American Medical Association. Go to the AMA website. Uh, go to WHO, uh, who yeah. as recently as, as I think from what I'm reading, and maybe if you need to correct me, uh, do so. But I know we're slamming WHO right now because of what they did in China. But the bottom line is we went, we went by their regulations and, and their suggestions for years and years and years, and, and who says that healthy people shouldn't be wearing masks? But there's there's other guidelines, and just go there and read them. Uh, but I've read so many uh, different articles and so much research on this that I'm telling you, I don't know who's got it right, um, but all I know is is that God's got it right. Amen. <laughs> and I got to go with that, guys. I got to go with it. Um, if you don't mind my making a suggestion, and this is going to sound really strange, but go follow and read the work that Robert Kennedy Jr. has done. Now, for those of you that remember, uh, that was Bobby Kennedy's son. Yes. Or is Bobby Kennedy's son. Uh, he is a liberal. Uh, but he is what I call the classic liberal. Um, I can disagree with him, but he can have a discussion with me about that. He doesn't try to shut you down. He doesn't try to scream in your face, you know. And, and Get mad that. at you and hate you because you yeah. have a different opinion. He's, mm -hmm. he's a liberal more after the uh, John F. Kennedy and, and even his father, Bobby. Uh, but he has done excellent and is still doing and has been for years excellent work uh, and he's doing a lot of good work concerning these masks and where it's heading. Uh, because one thing you can't you you can't deny about Robert Kennedy Jr. He loves America. Yes, he does, and he does not like to see uh, where we're headed now. Now, like I said, I don't agree with all of his politics or his policy, but we can have an intelligent discussion one with another uh, on that. But he has done excellent, excellent work. 
and uh, got a lot of information uh, that you can use. And uh, even the steps that, that he sees that are, that are coming along in this nation, beginning with with, with the mask mandate. <laughs> and there's, uh, yeah, there's more to come. Oh, and, yeah. and, and I don't, it, you know, again, I'm not going into any conspiracy theories. Right. I'm just telling you, uh, we've seen it in the past. Uh, history proves itself. Uh, it, uh, there's other things that can come of this. Um, and again, understand that in my beliefs, in my policy, and in, in my thoughts, uh, I'll guarantee you the pastor sitting across from me is not going to agree with everything that I no. that I think. And, and I don't expect him to. In fact, I don't want him to. I want people to expand my mind and to help mm-hmm. me. I want to learn. And, and if you can tell me something that's going to teach me something, I'm going to listen to it. Uh, now, I may not agree with you when we get to the end of that. Uh, and Pastor and I have had those points where we've got to. We don't agree when we get to the end of that. We agree to disagree. Yeah, but... We still love each other. We can still uh, we can still socialize with each other. I can still go to his church and, and be a, a member of his church and, and him and being the, the, the pastor over me. Uh, I understand that. Uh, I understand those things. We see so many people today that you can't have a discussion. You can't have your beliefs that if they agree with theirs, then they hate you. Yeah, uh, and they physically react to that. Uh, as we're seeing with the mask, we're seeing some physical reaction to that. Yeah. To, and, and again, from those who aren't wearing masks to those that who, uh, who are wearing masks and vice versa. Right. The violence is going both ways. Sure the, the, the hatred is going both ways. So you, you don't have to be a person that, that, uh, that wears a mask that, that, to, to believe that there's, there's not hate there from other people. Yeah. And again, if you want to wear a mask, and I've said this a thousand times in the last two months, please do so. If you feel better about it and you 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 think that helps you, then do so. I just disagree with that science. My biggest concern is is these mask mandates uh, that we're we're seeing around the country um, by governors, uh, by states, uh, by local entities, even commissioners, even uh, you know, are, are doing this. In my eyes, these are frivolous. Uh, they're, they're issues that we shouldn't be addressing anyway. That, that, that should be a people's choice. Uh, but what this does is, is this pushes fear into our lives. Uh, people are fearing this COVID-19. And let me just tell you something. And you know we've had a lot of great men, and, and this, is, this has been said many, many times. Uh, the only thing to fear is fear itself. Yeah. Well, there's one other thing you better fear. God. Yeah, amen. And that's what the basis for that thought pattern or my thought pattern is, is that, that our freedoms are being taken away because we're so afraid of the fear of the government. We're, we're afraid of the fear of, uh, we have a fear of other people. We have a fear of what people think about us. And uh, I was in, involved in a, a meeting the other day where, where they kept talking about perception. Brian, it's a perception. You need to wear a mask because it's perception. Well, you know what? Perception hasn't gotten me anywhere in this life. No. Following God has. Uh, the blessings I've received from that. Uh, and, and that's where I try to speak some. But we need to, to stop creating and distributing, distributing this fear-mongering. It's yes. got to stop. Uh, truth is truth, people. It, it's wrong in so many ways. Um, 
And I want you to understand the people that I look to and I trust and the science that I trust and, and, and the medical people that I trust and, and, and you know, uh, I, I, I have my health has gotten better and better in the last year, year and a half since I've been doing and, and do, looking at things in a different way. Uh, to I, I'll guarantee you my immune system is cranking right now. Yeah. Um, and I keep try to keep it that way by supplements and things that I do. Exercise, you know, we know exercise helps your immunities. It builds everything in your body. So there's things you can do. Um, but the people that I depend on agree that masks are not effective right. for this virus. And that's what I base my decision on. Um, and I'll listen to them uh, because I personally know what they've done for my life. And, and I've taken their advice and I've followed their advice and it works for me. If you're following somebody's advice and, and wearing a mask works for you, please do so. But if that mask protects you from me, what does it matter? Yeah. Um, you know, if, if I spew evil, vile things <laughs> out at a person that's wearing a mask and it's supposed to stop that stuff, what does it matter? Why am I being singled out because I don't believe in mask work? And why is anybody, uh, why does anybody get singled out for that? In my eyes, wearing a mask actually does tear down my immune system. Being locked up in a room or being quarantined, uh, being kept at my home, uh, doing what we did in, in making people stay home and businesses to shut down, it doesn't help our immune system. It tears it down in what I believe. And a perfect example of that, and I'm going to say this, and, and this is not a country that I want to live in, but Sweden, uh, they're being attacked and they're being bad-mouthed. But, boy, I'll tell you what, uh, they've got their country into what we call herd immunity yeah. uh, because they did it right. Uh, they didn't close down their, their primary uh, schools. They, they shut down their high schools and colleges for a period of time, but all their businesses remained open. Their restaurants remained open. Their bars remained open. Not, I'm not telling you go to a bar, <laughs> uh, but their, their bars remained open even. And, and those are the things that, that weren't attacked. They, they didn't destroy their country or their economy over a virus. And it worked. They're into now, they're into herd immunity. And if you don't know what herd immunity is, again, do your research, look it up. It works. It is here. It happens. And we're going to see it happen here if we, if we continue to live life. We, we've had it in the past. It, uh, it has in the past. Yes. And they talk about that when they talk about H1N1. They talk about herd immunity. If you go to and listen to the people that, that I believe in. Uh, so... I guess what I'm saying is, is just open your eyes, do your research, and then make your decisions based on that. But I'm going to make my decisions based on prayer, God's word, and what the Holy Spirit guides me to do. Uh, and if he guides me to those people that, that he wants me to listen to, that's what I'm going to do. He guided me there a year and a half ago because yeah. my health was declining very quickly. Yeah. I was having some problems. One of those problems was the health, was the oxygen uh, depravity that i have but it's it's come up it's actually yeah. up from what it used to be um you know i take h2 molecular uh you throw them in water anyway there's just a lot of things that i do for my health but that came from those people guiding me and in you know if you want to go to somewhere that, that can help you go up to greenwood chiropractic and talk to those doctors up there those they are some good good people and i'll tell you what they've helped me in my life uh, and they're getting ready to help me some more and some things that they're doing some 
really, really outstanding work that those people are up there doing. Um, and I just, I'm just telling you, it's worked for me. It may not work for you, but it works for me. But what I don't want to do, Monday, July 27th, 2020, at 12.01, the wearing of a mask, um, that will give many people false hope is going to go into effect. And I, and I call it false hope because I truly believe it is false hope. It's giving them false, it's giving them false confidence. I watch, I watched a couple guys come in with masks on um, the other day into a restaurant that, that I was eating at, and they come in with these masks on, and they, they hug a guy, both of them, hug a guy that has no mask on, yeah. that's been there eating. And I'm thinking, whoa, you know, what happened to social distancing as being one of the, the best things you could do here? You know, people, So people are overconfident in putting these masks on, thinking that they're going to be their salvation. And, and they're not, people. They're not going to be your salvation. They may have some effect, and they may have stopped some of those uh, germs getting to you. I can't – I'm not going to answer that question. I'm not the doctor or scientist that I listen to. All I'm saying is, is they're telling me as a healthy person I shouldn't be wearing a mask, and I'm going to go with that. But because of the fear that's been distributed by many, many godless people – who have been at the forefront of this fear-mongering, many are going to comply. Uh, and I'm talking about brothers and sisters in, in, uh, in our belief are going to comply to this, and that's okay. It's their choice. Because I'm a believer in the one and only true living God and, 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 and know by the grace and mercy of him that I am saved by the one and only Jesus Christ, who is 100% God and 100% man, that gave him the ability to come to this earth and be a willing sacrifice for my sins, to be crucified and willingly give his life and die a physical death. They didn't kill him. He gave it up. Amen. Um, why? Because he gave it up for me. But because he had to die that physical death as a 100% man, that was for our sins because he was the only one qualified to do it. Yeah. We couldn't do it for ourselves. Then he was buried, and then he resurrected to sit on the right hand of God. That's who I'm going to bow to. That's who I'm going to listen to. But I'm going to say this, and it's going to shock the the pastor, I'm sure. I'm going to comply with this mandate. Why? Because God tells me that if it doesn't go against his word, comply. They haven't gone against his word yet. Yet. It is to come. And when it comes, I won't comply. And I'm telling you right now, people, I'm a leader. I'm not a follower. And I've said this many, many times. I said at a GOP meeting we were having the other night about shutting all this stuff down and not doing this. I said, you know what? We're supposed to be leaders. Let's lead people in the right direction. Let's not go along with this fallacy of what we're doing. But anyway, not because I believe this to be true or I believe the mask mandate is going to work, but because God requires me to comply with the earthly government unless it's in direct conflict with God's word. But I'm going to continue to to look for God's will in my life, and I'm going to be directed by that will. And if there's a time that God tells me to stand against even the mask, I will stand. Amen. Um, so I'm going to continue to do my job to serve the people, and I'm going to I'm going to do this mask thing. In my daily life, I'm going to have a mask on for maybe three or four minutes. I'm going to have a mask on when I go into my building, and we'll have a mask on when I go into my meeting. I'm going to have a mask on when I go into my office. So I, I, it's going to be, but I feel so sorry for these people that are wearing these masks all day long and entering into this hypoxia and this this lack and deprivation of oxygen in their bodies. 
I feel so, I feel sorry for the waitresses that waited on me, and, and I said that to, to one of them the other night. I'm really really sorry you're having to do this, uh, and they'll tell you they get headaches, they they, they get dizzy. Uh, you know, at the end of the day, these people are shot. Ask your doctors and your nurses uh, how shot they are from from wearing these things all day long. Uh, there's there's a sacrifice to that, uh, but in that, understand that when I'm doing this, I'm not doing this for me. I'm wearing the mask for you because it causes you not to have a conflict in your life. And I think as a Christian, that's what I ought to do. Um, And there'll be Christians that disagree with me. There'll be Christians that agree with me. But all I'm telling you is, is I won't, I won't have people look at me and say, there's one of those nasty Christian people that, that won't do this to help me help my life. Uh, and that's what's good. That's perception. That's what's going to be said. Uh, and I'm telling you, uh, I'm not doing it. I'm not doing it uh, for me. I'm doing it for you. And I'm doing it because that's what God would have me to do at this point. But don't expect me to be that way all all the time because there's going to come a time where I'm going to stand. Um, this is just not the time yet. Um, I will be taking a little time off, though. <laughs> Just so you know, um, for for that reason, uh, to be honest with you, kind of in a little bit of a protest, um, you know. But that's going to give me time to get some stuff done that I never get her done around the house. It's going to give me time to get some more podcasts done uh, that hopefully people will continue and listen to. I hope you don't quit listening on me because I won't wear a mask uh, voluntarily. Uh, but anyway, uh, Pastor, if you got anything to add to that, I'm I'm kind of wore out. No, um, no, I I think that's good. It just you know. Uh, I'll, I'll study, study, go find your own information. Uh, don't, what, what many are counting on is that you're just going to open your mouth and be spoon fed everything that they want you to have. Um, there's nothing that, that Brian said, and there will be nothing that I will say that I have not studied and, and looked at the facts. Um, and facts are facts. Truth is truth. <laughs> and truth is fact. Yeah, exactly. There's some guy truth that is, says that they, they, there's a difference between the two, but there's, there is fact no is difference. truth. Truth is fact, okay? <laughs> uh, heard, uh, I, I heard a legislator a famous one that you would all recognize her name that actually told someone in a conference, I reject your truth. Right. Wait a minute. <laughs> I reject your truth. Well, guess what? You can't reject truth. Oh, you, you have, you can make that choice to do so, but it doesn't change it. And, and truth is truth, truth whether is you truth. believe it or not. And, and and you know what the, the, this the rejection of that truth I can live with. What I can't live with is people rejecting the truth of Christ. Amen. That's what's sad. That's what that's what saddens my heart. That's what hurts me. Um, it's not all this that's going on in the world. It, it's it's we need to be reaching out to people to to show them Christ in our lives. And I'm hoping that's what my compliance does. It's showing that. As a Christian, I want to help people. I don't want to hurt people. I don't want people to have the perception that I want something bad to happen to them because that's not what I want. What I want them to do is I want them to know Christ. I want them to be in eternity with me 
with, with all the people I love and care about that are going to be there. I want them to be there with us. Uh, and that's why, again, that's why I, I'm, I'm trying to, to, to maybe get a church being built somewhere in, in an area where, where I think is needed. So just kind of understand that with us. We're not in this for us. We're in this for you. We're in this for God. We want, we want you to see Christ through us. And, and that's why we tell the truth because that's what Christ did. He told yep. the truth and it was up to you to believe it or not. Uh, with that said, we're going to get out of here. It, it went a lot longer than I thought it would. I'm hungry. <laughs> I am too. Hangry. <laughs> My wife's hangry right now. Trust me. Uh, but anyway, I want to thank all of you that did listen and made it through. Uh, I think we'll we'll put this out as a single podcast, and then you can just listen to it as you want to listen to it, as you can any podcast. Uh, but I promise the next one you're going to hear, which I'm going to try to record tomorrow after church, uh, I am going to church in the morning as I always do, but after church, I'm going to try to get that other podcast recording, and get it out. And it's going to tell you a really, really, um, beautiful story about uh, a couple dogs in my life that changed my life. You know, God uses a lot of different things to bring us to where we need to be uh, in my life. That's been my wife and that's been a couple of animals that have brought me where I needed to be. Um, but there's a whole big story behind that, and I'm going to tell you about that uh, here at the next podcast. Until then, God bless you all. I, I hope that you, you have a, a good, safe time. I hope you stay healthy, uh, and I hope to see you next time as we go into Truth is True. Thanks for listening. <laughs>